Warning, the following podcast contains explicit language and subjects, is recorded by adults, and is intended for adults. The opinions of those on this podcast are their own opinions and are not reflective of our family, friends, and or employers. If you're easily offended by explicit language and discussions, then stop listening now. Lost. I am lost. I'll show you the dark side. I feel his presence so close, so close. He's alive. I felt it. I can see him. You are unwise for your defense. Kenobi. Welcome to the second episode of the What a Sith Show podcast. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. In this episode, called Legal Restraint, we've taken the show on the road, and I am joined by Justin, Kevin, and Lee, along with our guest Dave. We'll be discussing some of our favorites from all of the Star Wars movies, but we start off the questionnaire with a couple of curveball questions that the panelists did not know about. As always, we thank you for taking your time to listen to our show, and we hope you enjoy the show. The Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. So should I tell my story about my coworker at the beginning of this one? It's pretty funny, and I'm looking forward to the look on y'all's faces when I tell it. Sure. Well, you know, hi, hi Deb. Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi. <laughs> that was like the evilest smile ever when you turned around. Right? <laughs> so, oh, shit. Now you know why I fear for my life. <laughs> well, but the funny thing is, is we have an open chair so right here. We can actually take that time to, to have the, the topic on our food conversation. And we're going to duct tape her to this chair because she's camp chef no matter what the fuck she says. I cannot be involved in a felony. <laughs> why would you be involved in a felony? The only person who's it's getting... not ki- kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, well... She's in her own house. So we're not taking her anywhere. We're just keeping her in we're her just chair. Restraining her. Unlawful restraint. No, it's lawful. She might like. I it. got permission. <laughs> <from lawful>. It's <laughs> lawful. Justin's just like. Oh, we'll get her to sign some paperwork. It'll be resist. legit. <laughs> Why did you hit me? I did nothing. <laughs> because we're your friends. Exactly and and the thing is, is when she said "I do," that gave all the permission. Oh, See, there I you go, so. thinking again. That's going to be the, do- do- the cause of your downfall. We know. <laughs> I, Deb. Yeah. We're never going to be allowed here again. You know that, right? <laughs> or at least I'm never going to be allowed. If you're still allowed here, how the hell am I going to get kicked out? I'm going to let you guys back in my house. You're, you're so full of shit. Y'all welcome in my not, not while my girlfriends are, at least, because I don't need the daddy shit anymore. Huh? No. Don't worry about it. You forgot it's all good then. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll do a deep dive on this one. No, I need to hear this one. Well, yeah. you were there. Three of you were there. They came in drunk and she called me fucking daddy. No, she wasn't. He wasn't there. Uh, it was me and Justin because we're doing. Dave was there. That was the first time that. Dave oh, was that's there. right. You were was there. Was that where we were playing D&D? That's yeah. right. We were doing. Yeah. 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 yeah I told, so a, I told a friend at work. dollars on that fucking dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I spent 115 two Fridays ago for two, for dinner. I don't care about the dinner part. They bought freaking two margaritas and like two $20 shots of freaking tequila. Yeah. Patron. 
And it's not yep. even real tequila here in Utah. So that's a good talk. All right, Dave. So uh, tell us your story, and then we'll, we'll, we'll jump into this. So where I work, there's two buildings. Guard in each one. Guard calls me. He's like, hey, meet me in the middle. I got a question for you. I'm like, all right. So I get out there, and he's like, I got an original trilogy question for you. And he goes, I go, what? What if they reboot? And I'm like, stop. <laughs> right there. I know about six people that would shoot you before you even got reboot out of your mm-hmm. mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is no reboot. I'm like, he's like, what if we just like, did, no. Nope. What? If, no. Nope. How about, no. They, they already rebooted it. It's called the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> scene for scene. He, he's, he's like, what would they change? I go, they've changed enough. And they did the special editions. They rebooted it. Yeah. Nope. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Hell no. God no. Yeah, hear I, that, Pulsifer? <laughs> There's your answer that I promised you. No. <laughs> no. No reboots. All right, so I've got the guys back together. We're doing a Star Wars one. Name still to be de- debated for this this uh, podcast. Um, but I sent these guys a list of, of about 21 questions, but I added three more to it, which they don't know. Fuck. So the first one is, is between force push, force pull, and force choke, which one would you want? Uh, well, you're too big to force push, so I'm gonna go with force choke. Okay, you got choke, Lee. Um, probably force push. Okay, Dave. Force pull. Force pull. Okay, Justin. Pull. It's all about force choke, motherfucker. <laughs> That's all it's about. Do, do you not remember Battlefront? I'm just saying it was push choke, push choke. I'm no, I work in in a place where I deal with stupid people every day of my life. <laughs> Problem solved. I was thinking I more. I want to be sitting in my living room, be able to just open my fridge with my hand and just have a drink fly to it. Well, you need to train your dog to do that, and problem solved. That's exactly He's not tall it. enough. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to get stuff away from me. I usually need to get stuff to come to, <laughs> to me exactly. because, like, I'll be like holding a, like a wire, and I gotta reach over here and touch this other thing. I'll be like. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna change my answer. To pull. Yeah. After those two thoughts, especially the beer one, like, oh man, yep. I, don't, I don't have to get up off the couch anymore. Just, <laughs> you don't. You wouldn't even have to pull the cap off either. You're just like, yeah, just like just, pull a can. It just starts twisting You're and like, flies up just to the ceiling. Float it over the trash can real quick. Now, arg- argument there. I, I'm just gonna be a little nitpicker. Isn't that just technically telekinesis? Force push, force pull is under the same umbrella. I would be able to do that same thing. So that question well, might so need would to be... force choke. It's all telekinesis. Yeah. But you know, we're just sticking in the Star Wars realm of terminology. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. All right. So the next one on here, which I didn't send to you guys, of this group, who would be most likely to succumb to the Jedi mind trick? I know what the answer is. What the fuck? It's the answer I want. It's the answer I want. Everyone knows we're all pointing at Kevin. My my answer is Kevin. The last time we recorded, you classified yourself as Jar Jar Binks. So. Like, I can say Dave because I've known him longer than you. You can. You can choose anything at this table. My vote is you, my friend. I'm sorry. Justin, come on. Wait here. I, I, I was you, laughing. I I'm like, there's the answer I want to say for comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Kevin. Um, uh, there's, also, uh, there's also the true answer of who would it be most susceptible or who would it be most susceptible to, right? Yep. Who would, who would succumb to it? I'm gonna go home and think my dog. Can I can I withhold my answer? Nope. 
your wife's not sitting at the table, so you're safe. I said of this <laughs> oh, group. Um, that's true. Of this group. Of this group. You're gonna say me. <laughs> <laughs> I it is unfortunately maybe a toss up between Kevin and Dave. <laughs> but I could put myself in that same exact situation as well. Yeah. And then obviously the third question is on the flip side who's most likely to resist the uh, the jedi mind trick i think willpower wise yeah, yeah i think you i dustin. would think dustin probably has the most willpower I am, except I am, for in some ways i am voting for myself <laughs> and you to be honest with you i think you could you would you would be well, able to i have moments of willpower <laughs> i'm willpower adjacent adjacent sometimes yes. you know what i mean but yes i did put myself on that list so yes they voted for me. I voted for you. You vote for me. You or me. Yeah. Now, I, I, I only know Lee on, for lack of a better term, a bit of, of a surface level. You know what I mean? We True. haven't we haven't hung out. The and, deep you know, dive. And, 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 you know, like woke up camping and talked shite for three hours. Or, no, we've done you know that I mean? on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know I mean? <laughs> no. it, yeah. Friend, yes. But I, I don't know your your soul, your essence yeah. at that point. To you, be able to you, know about, you know about five podcasts worth of information. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, you just got me excited. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that here shortly. All right. So those are my, my, my three questions that I did not send to you guys. So, But now these are the actual ones um, that decided to start the, uh, the podcast with the Star Wars world. So the first question on my list for you guys is what is your favorite Star Wars movie? And that encompasses... All eleven of them. Empire. Empire for Je- for Kevin. Uh, episode four. So New Hope for you. Okay. Dave I don't call solo. it New Hope. Yeah. I don't call it New Hope. I know you don't. But... It's just episode four. <laughs> so actually, it's it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, but Star if Wars. I just say Star Wars, you're gonna be like, which of the eleven? So yeah. Well, episode we're, we're four. old school. We know it's as Star Wars. Yeah. Solo. Solo. Four. Yours is Star Wars as well. Mm-hmm. And mine is Empire. Second it's... question. Can I subtext yeah. to that? Yeah. And this is, this kind of goes in the same question. Is your favorite movie? However, you are stuck on a deserted island. You only get one to watch forever. It'll always work, blah, blah, blah. You only get one Star Wars to watch. What's that movie? Still four. It's a complete story. 100% with question. you. 100% with if you. you. I mean... I think Empire's a better movie, to be honest, but it's not my favorite because of the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. The best, mm-hmm. the best story goes on in a in, for sure. It's the most yeah. entertaining, but it's not a complete story. You have to have Jedi. I am. I'm actually going to take Rogue One. Okay. That's a good option too. Mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker. All right, Dave. We really what? have to really? We're gonna have to dig. Wow. We're gonna have to dig into this. One I can at explain. A later I, point. I can explain this as an answer to one of the questions. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. All right. So when it comes to your wait, uh, wait Kevin, I said if it's Desert Island, it's gonna be Star Wars. Okay. So, so yeah. four. Okay. Four. Okay. All right. So what is your favorite prequel movie, and then rank the other two right behind it? Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and Phantom Menace. Okay. Uh, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Mm, I have it right here. Wait, on the on the on the prequels. Prequels. 
Yeah. Oh, all right. We yeah, yeah, got another. Okay. Sorry, I was looking at number one. I'm like, do we do that one? Uh, Phantom Menace, uh, then Revenge of the Sith, then Attack of the Clones. So. High five. <laughs> so mine is Revenge. I see of the, your soul. Mine is Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and Phantom Menace. Uh, I'm sorry. I think that one felt the most Star Warsy ish. It was minus. It, if you could just eliminate Jar Jar almost yeah. entirely from that, it actually feels Star Wars. Well, it's and, and yeah, it's Lord. more Episode Four. It, it, it was a concise story. You know, yeah. beginning to end. All right, and then the same question goes applies to the original saga. It, Empire, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Empire, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars. Oh, uh, he's just into furries. Four, five, six. Yep. You like him in chronological order, huh? Just in terms of like and love, I, it, it's it's one, it's four my, is my absolute favorite. And mm-hmm. then Empire is literally, it's like 97, 98%. <laughs> and then like 92 for Return. Yeah, and yeah. mine is Empire, um, Star Wars, and then Return of the Jedi. And then lastly, the sequel trilogy. That's easy. That, so they easy. all sucked. You're right. So easy. Yep. It, it's so easy. You Nine, know. seven, eight. So you liked you liked Rise of Skywalker the best. Yeah. Okay. If I had to pick one of the three, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm with you. They were all awful, but I would say Last Jedi, because at least there was some character development. And I liked that all the threads that JJ laid out in seven, Ryan's just like garbage and cut it all. Yeah. You know. Who's Snoke? No one. Dead. Who's Ray? No one. And that was my favorite part because it's like, okay, they can go anywhere with nine. And then we get the garbage that is nine. Yeah. So mine is Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Seven, nine, eight. See, I, I, say, I, I agree with you on that. Mine's Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, and then Last Jedi. <clears throat> I only say I nine will... because you get more of the battle scenes in it. That's, that was the best part for me was the fight scenes. Even though they were kind of lame, like yeah. that you get more <laughs> riding the... animals on a star destroyer. Right. Like, yeah. But no, I'm talking like the fight with um, Ray and Kylo on the star destroyer, and then yeah, Palpatine at the end, so... and the guards, and <clears throat> I, I, I'm sorry, I, I really enjoyed Seven. I remember walking out of Seven, going, "Okay, this is a great." It, it was start exactly. to another was, trilogy. Exactly. I was like, I, I got done. I was like, this is fantastic. I walked out of eight and I was like, what did I just watch? I know. It, it, it like, took a back step. It was like, we didn't get any questions answered from Seven. Yep. And everything was just like you said, just cut. It was literally just like somebody took a, like, yeah, this giant quilt and somebody just took the square out of the center and said, okay, that's all you get to play Well, that's with. what I hated about Seven is there were so many threads. Star Wars is not about having 5,000 mysteries that you have to wrap up in three, three movies. Yeah. Like one or two. And they I, threw out so many. It's just like, no, 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 no. This is a jumbled mess. So eight cuts all that, trims it down, left it wide open for nine to do something amazing. And then they did it. And the amazing thing is, oh, raise a Palpatine. Like, well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, and yeah. Ugh. Well, I know the three of us, the three of us at this table had her pegged as a Palpatine from the get go. So <laughs> it would have been an interesting I thought thing she was a solo. Interesting. What like an the, illegitimate child of Han like the, Solo? Yeah, like or like, well, the, like the interaction between her and Han when they landed on Maz's planet. Mm-hmm. Just that he like 
Han had that I know who you are kind of look. Right, I agree. I, I think I saw that as well. I kind of read that as well in terms of that scene. But And yeah, I kind of that's kind of what I expected in Seven just because, you know, in the books they had Jason and Jaina. Yep, yeah. Jason. You know, so yeah, I was Jason. like, oh, that's going to be... Twins. That's going to be... Because once we found out it was Ben Solo, it's like, oh, that's going to be his twin sister. And then they didn't go that way. Yeah. Like, I, I thought they were just going to steal that straight from the books. This must be a topic of conversation that's intriguing you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so while he's writing down, we'll go, we'll go to the next one. Rank all 11 movies from best to worst. And I unfortunately my typo here because I was doing this list late at night, but best to work. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case it's actually kind of an accurate statement which one works the best of the 11 movies I knew what you meant yeah, yeah. so he wants to it, for me it's going to be Empire Star Wars Return Rogue One then um, Phantom Menace Attack of the Clones Revenge of the Sith Solo and then 7 or yeah 7, 8, 9 okay I for, I I didn't read eleven. I read nine and forgot to include Solo and Rogue One. So uh, revamping my list off the top of my head, uh, uh, em, uh, Empire, uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, Rogue One, Phantom Menace, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. Babe. It was Solo, Empire Strikes Back, Rise of Skywalker, Rogue One, Force Awakens, Turn of the Jedi, Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith, The Phantom Menace, The Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones. I'm just going to say I absolutely f- hate Attack of the Clones. It's, so. yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, Empire... Oh, sorry, sorry, I apologize. Star Wars, Empire, Rogue, Jedi, Return of the Jedi, Solo... Phantom, uh, uh, my gosh, seven. I cannot think. Force Awakens. Force Awakens, Jesus, just blank. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, and Last Jedi. Okay, so I'm glad your guys' lists are all wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I told you, if it didn't match mine, as far as the first two, they're wrong. So, number one is Empire, number two is Rogue One, three is Star Wars, four is Return of the Jedi. Five is Force Awakens. Six is Revenge of the Sith. Seven is Solo. Eight is uh, Rise of Skywalker. Nine is Attack of the Clones. Uh, ten is The Phantom Menace. And number 11 is The Last Jedi. I'm sorry, Empire and Rogue. Those are the best two Star Wars movies. Oh, ever. we all had Empire in our top two. Which is true. But no. they're supposed to be one and two. So like I said, your list is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, because you're you're ranking it off of scenes. You're not in terms of, you know... You don't know how I'm ranking it, bitch. Whatever. If it doesn't have a big black robot in it, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> Who has an asthma, asthma problem as well? Alrighty. Um, so, next one is... What is your favorite scene from the prequel trilogy? Uh, the fight between Anakin and Obi Wan. So in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Uh, Duel of the Fates. Qui Gon, uh, Obi Wan, and Maul. Okay. I have two that are tied. Okay. Obi Wan versus Anakin and Yoda versus Dooku. Okay. Mm. Did we? Theater. I was in. Everybody stood up and cheered when Yoda finally started fighting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just the favorite scene itself, yep. right? Uh huh. 
I I think it was the the duel of the fates, the fight at the end of uh, with Qui Gon and Darth Maul and everything. That okay. was high five. That was man. that was the we are moment. Con- man. We are connecting on See, most of this. For for me though, that's gonna that's probably the most memorable. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, mine surprisingly enough is actually the very first five minutes of a Phantom Menace. When we actually got to see the power of the fucking lightsaber when it starts melting the oh, fucking through blast the glass door. Doors. Yeah. Because there we are going up seeing the original lightsabers. And all we saw it would do was lop off a lo- an arm. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan disappears. It really didn't do anything. It's like, okay, so you got these laser swords. And then you got Obi-Wan's. And it starts dwindling. So it's like, how powerful are these things? Okay. I love what he does when Qui-Gon does that too. And he's like rotating it. Like he's like, he's like, and he's got his, his ear right next to the door. It's like, he's cracking a safe with a lightsaber. And then just just watching that shit just continue to melt and start to ooze. I was like, that badass with the lightsaber can actually do. This is impossible. Right. And then of course you'd, you'd have the, um, Duel of Fates. I mean, the music for that is just fantastic. But mm-hmm. yeah, mine, mine not is Qui Gon melting the door. It, it, that that song alone has climbed into my probably top three, oh, yeah. top yeah, four songs from mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah. Alrighty, and then uh, same thing from the original trilogy. What is your favorite scene from the original trilogy? A, there's too many. Because <laughs> I want to say Empire, but it's honestly it's it's not. It's Probably when you see Luke get into an X-Wing for the first time, just the look on Mark Hamill's face while he's sitting in the X-Wing was just, I mean, that's, because I know that's how I would be. My ass is climbing into an X-Wing. I'm going to be I'm happy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Giddy, giddy, giddy. And forget your lines at the very end when you get out of that thing. Carry. Carry. <laughs> uh, mine, mine's also a Luke one. Um, it would be the scene uh, where uh, Obi-Wan takes him to his, hut and is telling him about uh the clone wars and his father mm. and he's like no everything your uncle told you a lie like he's a great pilot good friend but that's the first time you hear clone wars and that fascinated me when i was a kid like what is this clone wars yeah, mm-hmm. like, and that's what annoyed me the most about the sequels is episode two ends the war starts episode three starts the war ends and i'm like that was the one thing yeah. i was hoping for and we get no war and i'm like and that seemed like a missed opportunity, but then luckily later we got the series, yeah. but, which is amazing. Well, then you got the fact that during that time frame, we only had those three movies. It's like, we're not ever going to get this shit. And then back in, was it, 99, they decided, oh, we're going to do a new, a new trilogy. It's like, oh, we, yeah. might get, we may get the answers to some of these questions that we got from the originals. So, And, and in that scene, uh, Luke also says something that I hope they touch on with like a series, but he... He goes, you fought in the Clone Wars against the Empire, is what he says. Yeah. yeah. And the Empire was not in that. The Empire came out of yeah. it. So I'm hoping maybe in like Bad Batch, they get like a clone revolution against the Empire or something to that effect. Oh, he's, Bec- dig- he's digging deep with this one. That's what I'm hoping for. There's- but remember, okay, I, that's a very specific line. And that is a very deep delve. And I love it. Yes. Love it. I love it. I, but remember, I don't. George didn't write this as I mean, a. He as didn't a have thing. it all planned you know out. He, he had a little. Wrote route, a little. He had a loose route line, but I understand. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it is just a phrasing. But it, but the, he has never fixed it in his like dozen tweaks. Yeah, either. and see, and that something along those lines where he makes that kind of a comment. That's kind of the reason why I'm glad that he did sell the rights to Star Wars, so you get some of these other 
directors and writers and stuff like that who can actually jump onto some of that shit that yeah. he didn't want to do yeah. and carry that universe. Yeah. Unfortunately, Disney well, has, I mean, has done some good stuff, but they've done some really bad shit. But their amazing one that you've brought up several times is Rogue One. Yes. Like that, that concept of that movie is the opening crawl of that, of that film. You know, Rebel, I forget mm-hmm. how it's phrased, but Rebel spies steal the Death Star yeah. plans and then... Yeah, one exactly. guy was like, that line always intrigued me as a kid. Let's, Let's do make it. that into a Let's movie. It. And it's exactly. the best of the new movies That's for why sure. I'm really hoping that with Andor, they do a good job. Yeah. I just really I'm really looking forward I to I really that. want to see the, not so much the politics behind it, but I want to see the gritty side. I want to see more of the, the, the down and dirty backstabbing espionage. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're drifting a little way. I'm gonna, sorry. I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm gonna, I took up a lot of time on that's that. Okay. I'm going to steer us back but, a little but, bit. But I no, wanted everyone to get why I love that yeah. scene so much. Well, well, it is simple. So yeah, but this is the stuff that we want to talk about during yeah. the star Wars episode. Start taking yeah. these deep dives into these exact situations, yeah. but let's steer on to the, the topic at hand. Dave, what is your favorite from the original trilogy? I cannot remember the what set it up but when Chewie laughed at Han I was a kid in the medical saw, bay yeah yep. I just looking nerf herder yeah. yeah I laughed so hard when he laughed I was I, that was the first time I saw <laughs> that theater yeah laugh it up fuzzball yeah. yeah just don't know why every time I see that I laugh hysterically yeah, yeah. So, Justin Empire Yoda no that's it it's just no. Empire you'd like the whole scene the whole movie there's no way I, I'm sorry. I absolutely, like I said, we've already established, I loved the original Star Wars. It's what yeah. got me hooked. You know, lightsabers and space and da da da. Empire. Literally. I could just close my eyes and just watch, watch that. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know what's going thing. on, yeah. But do you know that every time I close my eyes and I watch Empire... You fall asleep. Nope. I am <laughs> sitting in the Cinedome Theater. Nice. The booby theater. When I when I saw that movie yep. with my grandma back. That was my that's it. If that's I sit I down saw. and start imagining it, I'm still seeing the the platform and mm. the curtains that would open. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. I'd say mine mine is coming from Empire as well, but mine mine from Empire is the fact that Luke is swinging at shit that he has no idea where it's coming from. Invaders just Throwing shit at him using the force. Oh, in Cloud City, there, yeah. Just throwing the stuff off the wall, and he's, you know, just like pow, pow, and just, there's just something. <laughs> and he's swinging it like a bat, yeah, too. It's like it was, like he's <laughs> trying to beat someone with a club. <laughs> okay, hold on a second here. I got yeah. I got a message from Spot. Yeah. I, I know I'm supposed to isolate an entire scene, and but the, like I said, if I close my eyes, I literally see Hoth. I see the side, you know, the, yeah. the adats coming um, in. I close my eyes again. I, I see Dagobah. I blink again. I, I'm seeing Bespin. Bespin. Exactly. I, yeah. It's like, it's just literally like. There's so many good ones. I, I love when we meet Yoda. And I think I brought this up last time, but just the this little mischievous imp digging through his stuff and just hucking it. And then he finds a flashlight and then Archie grabs it. It's like. It's just like, what is this thing? Like, and then it turns out, you know, he's Yoda Yoda. went crazy after 20 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Still crazy, but it's turned out to be a, you know, I'm just faking it. You know, I was waiting for him to pull the the Yoda with Ray. And then I'm really the guy you're looking for. Of course, she already knew he was Luke Skywalker. So 
he couldn't play the he could play the crazy old man or senile and then suddenly be like hey surprise yeah. no but we still got the crazy old when he burns down the tree that's true that's true <laughs> so spot didn't get me the answers for this particular one he got me episodes uh questions for some of the meat shields uh, not safe for work uh, one so i have those ones but unfortunately i don't have the ones for this particular conversation so i know you guys are feelings on this on the sequel trilogy but maybe there might be one scene in those three movies that you actually enjoyed kevin this is where i'm going to explain my answer to his question okay i liked honestly the opening scene where you first see kylo and he stops the blaster ball that to me that's probably for me the best scene in the the sequels I, I didn't choose that one, but that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, mine would be uh, Ray's uh, failure at the cave. The, okay. the Hall of Mirror thing. Okay. Just, as I mentioned before, setting up that she's no one gave them so much freedom for whoever came in. Because they didn't know who was going to do nine at the time. JJ yeah. had kind of fucked off, basically. And, yeah. and it was like, okay, whoever comes in, they can go anywhere with this character and maybe she'll finally be interesting. And then... No, it ended up not happening, but right. <laughs> but I loved that scene. Okay, I, All right, Dave, here you go. It's your chance. I picked this because everything was set up correctly. Music, the feeling you have watching it, you know what the characters are feeling. But when the fleet arrived at Exegol, okay. when mm. Poe thought okay. all was lost, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Lando, but there are more of us, Poe. And the way he flew up there and that music they played, mm. it's like the main Star Wars theme, but in a different kind of style. Yeah. I cried. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, you, you do get to see okay. the ghost. No judge. So. And and wedge is there. Yep. Yeah, and uh, very a very old oh, wedge. Very, very, well, very old. we're all very old. It's <laughs> really quick. Thirty five years later. That. If you read the books, Snap Wexley, the guy that died right before that, is Wedge's stepson. Yep. Mm. That's from aftermath. Huh? And uh, I think that's probably like got one of my top ten greatest scenes of any movie ever since two thousand was when that happened okay so. mm-hmm. uh mine would be the sequence when you're introduced to ray i mean when you didn't know anything oh, she's in the star destroyer yeah that whole sand sequence where she's climbing through just doing her thing she's just some random chick rando loop yeah. female lock off but See, i enjoyed i, I, I got more be. i got a lot of emotion out of that like you could just kind of feel the desolation and the loneliness and the struggling to get by literally every single day type thing. You know, it was just, I kind of, I kind of felt that, you know what I mean? Um, the rest of them? No, not really. I, 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 I also like that she lived at a tipped over ATAT. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, yeah. That, was, that was pretty good. I have the pop figure of her wearing the helmet and nice. holding the little, the little doll. <laughs> my, and it's, it's one of my faves. I'm my, like, it's just cute. My good. Facebook uh, banner uh, to get too off topic, but a friend of mine, he had a phone and he, he took that picture of her sitting next to it and then took a picture I had of me sitting on the beach in Hawaii and put it next to Ray. <laughs> it, just look, it just looks so good. I made up my Facebook banner. <laughs> awesome. Like, so mine's a toss up between two and mine. The first one's from last Jedi when Luke goes back into his little rock cavern right there. And then Chewie <laughs> throws that door, the door in. Open. Mm-hmm. He's like, where's Han? You know, I was like, so that one, and then obviously, and then uh, um, 
Rise of Skywalker when he finally raises the fucking next wing out of the water and then he gives that little wink yeah. type of a deal. So they're like, I can finally do this shit now. It's too big from, you know, Empire. That, Those are my two. That just reminded me. Another good one in that with Luke was uh, when he, he doesn't want to go. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then R2 shows him, yeah. help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my... And he's like, that's cheating. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good one, too. So, um, Next one on my list. What is your favorite scene from Rogue One? It's For me, it's um, when K2SO is going over, asking him if he wants to know the odds of being shot by Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Tunic was perfect for that character. Very high. Like. Couldn't do better. Very high. Uh, <clears throat> there's just so many. Uh, the the main one I wrote down. Uh, I want to get to that second. Just real quick. What I love when we first see K2SO and she he grabs Jen out of the air and hucks her on the ground and says, "Congratulations, you are being rescued. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not resist." Um, but but my absolute favorite one though is uh, Jen's. Uh, speech to the rebellion like rebellions are built on hope yeah. and they don't go for it and then she walks out and uh and uh Bays is like how many do we need and she's like what do you mean and then Cassian's there and gives his big speech like yeah. you know, we're all killers and murderers and espionage you know mm-hmm. like we need we we want to do something and like that's that's a the best yeah. scene for me. I love that scene. And then K2SO at the end is like, Cassian says I have to. <laughs> <laughs> because he says I have to. Dave. I like when uh, K2SO showed up after that firefight and Jin, sh- well, Jin shoots the other one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, did you know that was me? Uh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Then he's just casually like just explaining everything and just casually throws that grenade. Yeah. Kills those six stormtroopers. Yeah. Justin. It's either the I really like I said for for whatever reason there's just moments that just capture that that what I like and it was of course the setting of the 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 laser of the star inside of the star destroyer that scene was absolutely gorgeous you know what I mean that that was wonderful yeah. and all um, the star destroyers there and it just you get that picture of just how huge it is right the sense of of an enormous. Um, and that end scene, of course, is is extremely hard to follow up on, but yeah. it's just unfortunately too short. But so is my little, you know, <coughs> I'm an imagery person, so. There's music person. so many from Rogue One. So many. Uh, first off, the whole CGI for Grand, Grand Moff. He, they did a they really did a good job, job on him, so uh, his, his whole scenes. But first, then when they get to Mustafar and don't choke on your aspirations. Like, oh, Vader's back. He's good. And then the Woody comes. <laughs> <laughs> that last 30 seconds of that fucking movie, I need my R-rated Darth Vader movie, which I know I'm never going to get because what he does right in there is just like, oh, at least that's on film. It's kind of like the book, you know, Rise uh-huh. of Vader when he's hunting down the Jedi. So this is the closest I'm going to get to him mm-hmm. with slaughtering shit. That would make an amazing movie. It, it would be fantastic, but yeah, yeah. So it, like I said, the whole Grand Moff Tarkin, and then the choke on your aspirations. Oh, I'm still in charge. <laughs> and then, then of course, the granddaddy of all the the bloodbath in the hallway. At least it's cauterized, <laughs> so it's not really bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's hands down my, my that's probably my favorite scene in all of Star Wars. 
It's and great. I didn't. I did not put that question on there. I'm just throwing that out there. Of all eleven movies, that's probably my favorite scene in all thirty seconds of it. <laughs> since you brought that up, like my when I saw it the first time, the one that really just punched me in the feel in the feels was when uh, when the Rebel fleet shows up and they're going through all the squadrons and they have the original yeah, red leader uh-huh. and the original gold leader yep. and they were not CGI. Yeah. They were like they found this old reel no one had looked at for like and 40 years shit up. and they put it in there and it was like, <gasps> right. Like yeah. I was like, I, was, I like how you found out how Luke got his call sign. Yep. Yeah. Red Cause five cause died. red five dies. <laughs> yeah. And I think both those two actors have actually died in real life. So they couldn't have brought them back anyway. No. Yeah. So. Well, and they would have been way old. But... in it though. Damn. Yeah. He could, yeah, he would have made it out, but yeah, that like, and it just, and it, it's done so well that it just, you know, four makes so much more sense. Like, why do they only have like 15 ships? Yeah. Well, they just, they just lost them all. Right. Like, uh, that, so, yeah, that movie's so amazing. So the last one of the scenes is obviously going to be from Solo. Uh, the introduction to Lando with um, Glover was just perfect. I To me, that's, that's how I picture Lando. That sly just, son of a bitch he was. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I think Glover did a better job portraying Lando than um, my Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a great intro. Uh, mine is also a Lando one. It's it's technically three bits. So in the '80s, there was the the Lando Calrissian adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, there the was three books: Mind Harp of Shrew, Flame Wind of Ocean, Star Cave of Thomboka. Never read them, but I remember them. There, there is a reference to each of those books in the movie. So when we see him at the oh, card shit, table, I didn't think really? of that. when he when he's at the card table, Han's like, "Oh, I heard you won your ship." And he's like, "I want a lot of things. I want a I want a jungle moon on, in the Ocean system." Yep. And then when they're on Kessel and he's got that little recorder, he's like, "The Calrissian Chronicles, chapter 5." I was not impressed with the shrew. <laughs> and then you kind of get two references to the last one. So the, uh, at the very end, when he, when Han and Chewie are showing up to that place and, and he ends up mm. winning the Falcon, he's talking to someone and it's the pan up and you hear him mention like the beauty of the star cave or something. But then the, in, in that book, there's these uh, vacuum breathing animals in this, it's, basically a nebula and uh they were like manta ray shaped with tentacles coming off the back which is kind of what we get in the in the maelstrom in the mall i mean it's more of a squid but it was kind of a reference to that as well i forgot about those books yeah no one oh everyone hates my favorite part of those books is like i think whoever wrote them never watched the movie (laughs) and and uh and all he heard was him call Han old buddy right. at like in like the, in the one scene. And so he's constantly referring to everyone as old, old something, buddy. old buddy, old sport, old, old, yeah. but, but he never, re, but he never reuses the same word. It just keeps changing well, it and the getting same with the, when they did the Han Solo ones. The, yeah. That was horrible too. But. All right, Dave. There's also two on this one. When Han first sees the Falcon. Because of the music. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Kira just lays out the guy in that office and L3 just goes, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Terrace Kasi. Does anyone know Terrace? Okay. That was a great little reference too. I was like, oh, that's a nice little, thank you so much. There's so many, there's so many great just, yeah, like 
uh, little Easter eggs in that one. I I enjoyed the whole like going to the going to Kessel through the Maw, like seeing that and kind of a representation of what I always kind of pictured type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to old books, there was the one where they actually that's where they had built the original prototype Death Star mm-hmm. was inside. And they of had the to fly Maw. through the Maw, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's where they because there was a part where he's like. You come into it, and they've got to fly through it through the beacons, and then they come out, and they literally they pop into the front of the Death Star laser. It's right there in front. Yeah. Of Dark Saber, wasn't it? No, that would be that would be the Jedi Academy trilogy. Which was amazing too. Uh, I forget the name of the first one though. I Jedi. No, no, no that's Corrin Horn. This was Kevin J. Anderson wrote them. Still has one Dark life. Apprentice was the second. I have them in a. They're in a box downstairs. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's, I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's the one where they do that. But yeah, Kip Duron is his first apprentice, yeah. and he's the one that actually flies them. Because in those yeah. in those books, it's a black hole clusters, yeah. not just that's one. Right. It was a cluster, and that's mm-hmm. what they were flying through. It was like instead the of the tunnel pathway. that we get in Solo, it was like imagine that, but they're all black holes. Yeah, is kind of how I looked at it. So mine are, is kind of a toss-up between two of them. So one with when he's making the Kessel Run, you actually see how the Millennium Falcon became what we know as a trash. You know, losing, <laughs> you know? losing like, like the, the pod there in the middle and the antenna getting broken off there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when, when Maul makes the appearance there towards the end, it's like, oh, yeah. oh they, they could take this in so many ways, but they haven't yet because of how bad it bombed. And so, yeah. you know, And if you think about that particular scene, just that right there, the people who had only watched the live action movies last time they saw him, he was cut in half. Cut in half. And if yeah. they even and remember did. him, yeah. yeah. So that would be one of those WTF moments. The rest of us are like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But for, I think, uh, like just a, a normal way person, they'd just be like, what the hell? You're like, yeah. Yeah, the rule of Star Wars is if you fall down a pit, you might be alive. Yeah. Or if you fall down a long distance, we'll call it that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I add a bonus one? Sure. Remember when they landed on that planet? They had all the coaxium to get refined, mm-hmm. and Han Solo's bragging. Just did the Kessel run of twelve parsecs? Chewie says something. <laughs> Not if you round down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love but, that part too. Back nope. to your mall one though. I, I, in that little bit, I love that when he calls his lightsaber to his hand and ignites it. It's, mm-hmm. it's the lightsaber design in Rebels, uh-huh. where he uses yeah. the walking mm-hmm. stick. Like, I love that they did that and didn't go with, like, a Clone Wars one. That was something that I really liked, too, was because they mentioned the Pikes. They mentioned all these syndicates. Mm-hmm. And then now in Mando, we get the Pikes. So mm-hmm. who else are we going to get? The thing is, is, how far, what's the actual time difference between them? 20 years, 30 years? Well, yeah, no, so. I'm not saying we're getting, Maul, I know what happens to Maul. Yeah. But I'm just saying that we're getting all these syndicates now where, okay, things were mentioned in Clone Wars or... In solo, and they're yeah. that they just survived during that 10, yeah, that, 20, yeah. 30 year time frame they, have, when they are brought up. I'm so. trying to remember have any of the movies brought up Black Sun? Yep, they have Black Sun has been mentioned, yes, in a, they in have a movie. Been mentioned. Wasn't that in Rogue One or in Solo, though? I was, I, I couldn't remember. Black Sun. Yeah, I think it was uh, in okay. Solo, okay, because I know there's five syndicates there's Black Sun, Crimson Dawn, the Pikes. The Hut Cartel and one other that I don't think has been mentioned, but I can't remember the name See, of that one. They used Solo to set up a lot of stuff. They did, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. when when they go when they first go up to that ship, where the what's the name of that Crimson Dawn? When they go to that ship the first mm-hmm. time, yeah. And Kira says, "Someone did you did you see the Doc Ondar? Doc Ondar. If you go to the Star Wars park and you go in the store, the store called Doc Ondars. 
That's where oh. you buy all the lightsabers and crystals mm-hmm. stuff. And there's a giant Ithorian puppet there. He oh. doesn't interact with you, but it's just like, yeah. you know, it's working. So, Oh. Okay. Nice. All right. So the next one is, what is your favorite song or theme music from any of the Star Wars? It's probably going to be the same for everybody, but it's Duel of the Fates. Okay. I mean, it, it has to be. It's the most... I mean, the Star Wars theme is iconic, but when you hear Duel of the Fates, it's just something that just grabs you. So I've I've got two that hit me in the feels differently. So the one I love I love to hear because it's just so fun is uh, "Mad About You," <laughs> which for those that don't know, that's the Moss Eisley Cantina yeah. song. <laughs> um, but then the one that I that just you know gut punches me that I love is "Binary Sunset," no. when uh, you know basically Luke's looking into it's the two suns. Yeah. That just slow. It's it's pretty much the theme, just like it. Slow quarter down. speed but yeah. just the wah, wah, like oh like oh that just i just love that gives you the joygasm yeah <laughs> yeah as a bit of a musician this one was really hard for me the best one to me that I could come up with is it was a trailer music for the last trailer of the rise of skywalker <laughs> where it played the main theme yeah. but like in a slower more hallelujah type thing yeah and then also you know Duel of Fates is always yeah. up there, too. Uh, mine's... Every time I hear it, I just smile. It makes me happy. It's zippity-doo-dah for my soul, <laughs> for lack of a better term. It's still the Cantina song. Right. In yeah. almost every incarnation I've ever heard it, the country version from Paul, the the... <laughs> The lo-fi beats from the internet, which is spectacular, by the you. way. I hate Tell you me so it isn't much. great. Oh, no, it's fucking amazing. And I play it every time I'm doing my 3D printing <laughs> or downstairs. You're just I like, just it's you. just such a good little lo-fi like, beat thing. It's so, it's that one. Um, heard the newest remix? I, uh, the DJ Rex mix from Disney? I, I caught a clip of it. I caught a clip. Yeah. I, I found out in VLC player, you can... You can set the play speed, and I love playing that song at half speed. It just sounds it's dun 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 dun. It, but it's really bassy because it gets kind of distorted. But it just sounds amazing. Sound like it came out of the roaring twenties, right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, well, I mean that. Well, that kind of that everyone everyone knows what that kind of music's called, right? Oh, no one. What the what the model nodes play? It, that's called jizz. Yeah. Okay. It's jizz. Okay. It, it's, they just took jazz and put an I instead, but that's that style of music, the oh, Cantina God. band, because it it's There's jazzy. So many jokes there. I just wish you guys didn't know that. I no. thought everyone knew that. No, I didn't know that. I actually I'll went to a start. To the same again. Right. <laughs> I actually you just got jizzed off. I really feel. I'm really feeling well, this here, jizz here, right here, now. Here, this. Here, this is worse. I went to a Star Wars pub quiz once, and that was a question like, "What's that style of music?" And I, for whatever reason, I could not think of that, but I knew it was something similar, and I came up with jazzgasm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> then I got that question wrong. That, that could be an name in the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> um, so mine is actually a toss-up between three, to be honest with you. Um, Duel the Fates, obviously. Um, then, Imperial of course, the, the National Anthem, of the Imperial yeah. March. Yeah. But I've actually really have started truly digging fanfare, which is the, the yeah. very end of Star Wars when they're getting their medals. So when they're at the mm. top of the stairs, they're coming down before the, the main end credit. There's just yeah. something about that 
10, 15, 30 seconds of that. It's just like, there's something about it yeah. that just really just resonates with me. But yeah, so that's a toss up between the three of them for me. Um, next now, one. Now, quick segue on that. Uh, my, my answers were just from the ones in the movies, but do y'all remember the, the book Shadows of the Empire? Yep. That got its own soundtrack. It did. So and, I, never, I never heard. I yeah, never listened to that. Yeah. If you're going to do that, though, then... Caesar's theme was really well, good. Were you supposed to listen to that? While, while you read the book? It? Yep. Yeah. And you had to read it at a certain speed. The whole um, thing with um, The Force Awakens, though, the trailer, the one that they didn't put in the movie, but that, when they bring up the trailer with the piano, that one was really good, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one is, have you seen all of them in the theater? All of them but the original, because I wasn't quite alive yet you were still a swimmer okay yeah i I saw the special editions in the theater but i wasn't alive for the originals but i've seen all the rest yeah okay all of them except for star wars the empire strikes back all of well the answer technically the answer is all of them except for uh solo i think oh you didn't go out and see solo Mm -mm. no Mm -mm. But I saw episode four at the drive-in. I nice. mean, the very first time as a kid. You know what I mean? I remember yeah. it vaguely. And then, of course, every single one was in a theater from there on out. So. Yeah. And I have seen all of them, all versions of them in the theater. Nice. Of course you have. Nerd. Um, sadly, <laughs> when the first one came out, I was, you know, a newborn, but I was there. I don't remember much of it seeing it in the theater, but I was there. So, yes. And then when I was actually old enough to remember anything, it was truly for Empire. But, yes, I have saw all of them in the theater. Um, now we're going back to the favorites. What is your favorite quote from – and I'm just going to have you do all three of them in the one so we'll speed this up because we're about 47 minutes already on this one. So, favorite quote from the prequel, original, and sequel trilogy. He's of no use to me, dead. <laughs> so there's your original. That's uh, I have the high ground. There's the prequel, and I don't have one for the sequels. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't think of a quote either. But uh, my prequels is uh, Charger says I speak, and and uh, oh, God says the ability to speak does not make, make you intelligent. intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in the original trilogies. Uh, uh, never tell me the odds. I love that. I love that one. And then, yeah, sequels. I couldn't think of one either, but I I put down a Mando one because it's in reference to the sequels. So when Luke shows up in Mando, uh, and uh, he says to to them, he says he is strong with the Force, but talent without training is nothing. <laughs> and I see that as a direct jab at Ray's character because she was just so all, all powerful. But Dave, the prequel. Hello there. <laughs> is that going to be your original trilogy answer too? Well, he's, he's no. doing <laughs> original, the same as yours. Never tell me the odds. Yeah, great one. Um, for the sequel is we are the spark that will light the fire that will burn the first order down. Okay. That's a pretty good one. Um, you know, I'm having a really tough time coming up with anything really good from the prequel trilogy. Okay. Like that just really... Like there's some uh, no, just not me. Uh, impactful line probably is when Yoda pulls the the X wing out of the water. That is why you failed. Fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that really just was like that's that line. I'm just like and that was just like something that just kind of changed. I was like oh, 
And then I really liked Maz's character when she's talking about looking at people in the eyes and you can see, oh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine from the, the prequel is, I can feel your anger. It gives you focus, makes you stronger. Um, from the original trilogy is, you don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. And from the, the sequel one, I really didn't have one, but I just put one in there was the whole... Shit from fucking Poe. Um, I'm holding for General Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, the prank call. Yeah, well. the prank call. Yeah. Um, still holding. Um, and then, what is your overall... That, that, that quote, though, that is why I hate Hux. Yeah. He's such a moron in yeah. that. <laughs> um, and then, what is your overall favorite quote from anything from Star Wars? I... You know, good, dirty, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Nice. <laughs> um, I know. Because, <laughs> well, it, and it gets a little overused in Solo. He says it like five times. Yeah, but, one. But, the, but, you don't, but the original, the original I, know, I know, and then Leia yeah. in the follow-up movie, I know. Yeah, like, I love you. I, love I know. Yeah. <laughs> I can bring you in warm, or I can, I can bring, bring you in cold. That's a great one. Yep. I, I It's still... Yoda. It, Yoda, it's it's either that do or do not, yep. or or that is why you fail. Because that's just when I was when I saw it, I, I bet you I was what eight, no. seven. So that super impactful age where something can truly just. Um, and my favorite overall one of, of all of them is I find your lack of faith disturbing. That's a great one. I'm surprised you didn't steal my stone that said that at my apartment. <laughs> I'm not a thief, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm evil and stuff like that, but a thief I am not. I, I can cost- take your things warm, or I can take your things cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got caught stealing as a kid once, and I got my ass beat for it, and ever since then, I don't steal. I've got a bad feeling about right. this. All righty. Um, so what Star Wars actors have you actually met? I actually... Got to meet Jeremy Bullock when he came to the first Salt Lake Comic Con. And I spent probably 30 minutes talking to him because for some... That's God Bobo forsake, Fett for those who don't know who he is. Original. Original. Yeah. Um, for some godforsaken reason, nobody knew who he was. And he was the nicest guy I have ever met. I he completely didn't, he agree. He didn't charge for no, a picture he didn't. with you. No, he didn't. Was you were, so, yeah, you were right there with me. Him and his wife, they're like, well, if you donate a dollar to this yeah, charity, yeah. basically they're... Um, primary children's or whatever mm. that child's um, one was but he's like we'll give you three selfies I think I got like 20 pictures with him and we sat there for a good 20-30 minutes so I that was probably the highlight of my con he looked like a like a teenage girl talking to NSYNC oh dude it was so <laughs> but you've got to realize too that Boba Fett has yeah. always been my main yeah. character and to actually meet Jeremy Bullock and have a conversation about what it was like when he first put on the armor. Yeah. So is he the only one you've met? Uh, no, I met Ian McDermott. Okay. But I, he wasn't my favorite. <laughs> he was nice. He was a good guy. I, I know your feelings on him. Oh, we'll, we'll, know, we'll, get, we'll get to mine here in a second. But, yeah, those are my two. Uh, I know I haven't met any of them. I bet I've only been to one Comic-Con, so yeah. that's my only chance. I, I missed the chance to meet Carrie Fisher... Yeah, that one. Um, which I think you I mentioned by another her one. Booth, though, and you walked away with glitter. It just yeah. went bad. <laughs> um, Billy D. Williams. Oh, I think you two were with yep, me on that I one. I forgot. Uh, we didn't meet. Um, K. 
Carrie Fisher, which is funny. I didn't go to her booth, but one of the guys working Comic-Con that year was nice enough to let me in because I really had to go to the bathroom, and I bumped into her in the back hallway. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, Alan Tudyk, but this was before we knew he was going to yeah. be K2SO. Because yeah. he wasn't allowed to talk about it because he had the Disney snipers were in the yeah. room. <laughs> and then uh, Greg Grumberg, who played Snap Wexley, and then Jimmy Bullock with Kevin. I completely forgot about Billy D. Williams because all he would talk about was that damn Miller like commercial or whatever. 45. 45. 45. It works every time. <laughs> uh, just Chewy. I, um, I, I, I was oh, there with Tom. you. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't you with me for Billy D? Or mm-hmm. no, he wasn't at the first con with us. He didn't mm-hmm. go that first. No, day. he was at the con because Not I remember that first day. That was when oh, we yeah, met Billy he... D. And no, he was there because mm-hmm. I brought it to the table we were all sitting at. And... He drooled over it for a bit. No, I but I wasn't there for your for the thing. I promise you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yep. I, like I would love. Oh, I know what happened. I dropped it off with that guy to frame it mm-hmm. and picked it up the next day. Okay, whatever. Yeah, the Peter Mayhew one. I was there with you. Peter we Mayhew, were, we thank were you. There. Yeah. So. Oh, David uh, Prowse. I met David Prowse. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so mine that I've actually met, I have met uh, Ian McDermott, and I have met Hayden Christensen, and I have met Jeremy Bullock. I have met Warwick Davis, I have met Peter Mayhew, and I have met Denny Trejo. Oh, I forgot we can count Denny Trejo. Did you mean Jake too. Wood? You can, you can now count De- uh, Danny yeah, Trejo in there true. because he's a fucking rancor thing. And, nope. and yep. thing. As far as Ian McDermott is no, concerned. He was in the he was nearby eating food, but I didn't we didn't bother him. You said you had a poster signed by him and it got destroyed in a flood or something. By whom? Is that you? I remember the poster, and I remember the sign thing, and it must have been Jake Lloyd. Maybe it was Jake Lloyd. Then and I have met really Danny Trejo, too. Yeah, so yeah, now, now he's part of the Star Wars world, yeah. so yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Ian McDermott, that motherfucker, it, you, when you go to these Comic Cons and you do their professional photo ops, you don't have any time to talk to them. Yeah. It's next, snap, gone. That son of a bitch was in that booth with his hand extended out, wanted to shake our hands, and I said something along the lines of, my master. He's like, a man who knows his place, but he did it in an Emperor Palpatine <laughs> voice. <laughs> like, oh. And so after I get out of there, I, I, I split the, the photo op with, with a coworker at work because his shit wasn't cheap. And so we, we both wanted to meet him. I was like, hey, let's do this. And so we get out of the booth. I'm like, he said, I know my place. I know my place. <laughs> and then the following year, he brought Hayden Christensen with him because Hayden doesn't do conventions really outside of Star Wars. And I have this statue which we'll go into here in a second that i had him sign it and hayden had never seen this statue before he's like that is badass and so but yeah so i've, I've met all those 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 crazy bastards and and ian was fantastic i would after seeing billy d williams panel i will not go meet him he is the most boring person i think i've seen in the star wars Ooh, personas no well at the comic Things cannot be over there. At his booth, though, he had like a bunch of stuff for sale. Mm. For $40, he would do your voicemail thing. Yeah. I think the dude was just hurting for some money. Cause... Yeah, but still you want... He's, he's... And this is just my opinion. I think he's up there with Shatner where he's just not wanting to be there. That's just yeah. my thing. So, um, What Star Wars actors, dead or alive, do you wish you could meet or have met? I mean, you, it's got to be for Which me. one? Which one? Yeah. Alec or, or Ian? Both. Or not Ian, but uh, Ewan. It's both. Both of them. But okay. it's Alec because he's, he's always going to be Obi-Wan. But 
I, they both. I mean, because he's got Alex mannerisms. He's got the voice down. He just everything that he did. Mm-hmm. He he took the time to learn, mm-hmm. and you can tell that he loves the character. Obviously, he's coming yeah, back. He's coming back. So, right, yeah. Well, the fans also wanted him yeah, back. <laughs> but I mean, Obi Wan's. That's 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 it for me. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd love to meet any of them. Uh, originals or prequels. I don't really care about the sequel people, but. Um, yeah, any of them, particularly Carrie Fisher, since yeah. I missed that opportunity. Yeah. Dave? Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Oscar Isaac, <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran, Daisy Ridley, Anthony Daniels, Ewan McGregor, and Alec Guinness. Uh, doesn't that need to be rewritten in a certain order? <laughs> Are doesn't there one? Doesn't the third one need to be first? See, I was doing this at work, and I was dealing with other stuff, and just remembering here and there, you know. Okay. Okay. And weirdly enough, you actually have a better opportunity to meet probably Oscar Isaac. You know what I mean? Than any of the others right now. I mean, who knows? But I'm just saying. At well, least we, there's. You're gonna have to run longer, it into Harrison. I've seen him in concert when he was with the Blinking Underdogs, but yeah, you're just, and as far as Harrison, you're gonna just have to meet him somewhere out in like a grocery Montana. store or something because that yeah. fucker doesn't do conventions. Yeah, he doesn't ever. Um, mine would be uh, Mark, uh, James, uh, Alicinus. Those three. I mean, Harrison Ford would be nice too, but I. But as Harrison Ford, I'd want to talk to him about like Indeed. everything. everything. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? My gosh. Yeah. About piloting. <clears throat> how, how, you're lucky you survived your plane crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, James Earl Jones. I'm going to jail for if I get a chance to meet him. <laughs> um, David Prowse. I'll never have that opportunity. And surprisingly, I actually kind of want to talk to fucking um, Qui Gon. I'm drawing draw mm, Liam Neeson. Liam, Liam Neeson. So that's who the thing, three that I actually would want to. But yeah, James Earl Jones, I'm going to jail for. You guys are going to raise bell money. Do you guys remember that Big Bang Theory episode where Sheldon yep. beats him? I, yeah. I saw Dustin the whole time watching that. <laughs> I saw myself beat him. <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I I wonder, though. No, it's okay. Never mind. It's all right. All righty. So how many more quick ones we got in here? There's, there's like three left. Three is left. Um, so what is your favorite Star Wars collectible items? Mm-mm. One. I, I have two because I have a Mando helmet signed by Bullock, and then I have my Thrawn pop figure signed by Timothy Zahn. So those are my two. Oh, nice. No, don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about me. Uh, uh, mine would be my autographed Carrie Fisher picture, which I was going to bring, but totally forgot because I was running behind. That's but, all right, man. But uh, yeah, just I love that one. But my Billy D. Williams autograph. That was a great one. <laughs> and my um not the object itself, the the light sa- the first lightsaber I built at Disneyland, only for the experience. Because mm-hmm. that was the second time I cried hardcore to anything related to Star Wars. <laughs> so could you pay that price? Like, like, no, no, if you guys watch the video of that at all. Yeah. Like the the, the whole ceremony. It's mm-hmm. actually really cool. I yeah. just wouldn't want to pay Like for I that. started to cry when Yoda started talking. Yeah. Like, um, my personal collection, well, since somebody already took my exact same item, is my <laughs> Thrawn pop figure. Well, you bought me the, the uh, figure. So. I know, the Thrawn pop figure and you know, the signature on that one as well. I want to say my Star Destroyer. That's but... still in the fucking box? No, no it's, it's box. still it's in, it's it's in superstructure <laughs> mode for like 12 years. <laughs> I mentioned that when I, first, when I saw it today. Yep. Like, dude, it's been like 15 years. I will look up and find the files in 3D print. Parts they have them. Let's, let's probably eventually get that done. Yeah. Um, 
like anything else. Like I don't think I have anything like super spectacular that I like. I'm just ah, you know. So. Yeah. I have four. Uh, the first one is the stand gla- stand uh, stained glass like eleven by twenty thing that my mom made out of, of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. It's one of a kind. There's nowhere else in the world, and she did that all off of memory because when she tried to take it into a Kinko's, they would not let her photocopy because it's a trademarked item. So what? they yeah, they won't let her photocopy. That's, well, that's they weird. won't let you photocopy a character a caricature right. drawn of yourself. Yeah, because it's a trademarked item. Yeah, yeah so it, it was really weird. But so she did that yeah. all off of memory, and, and for being off of memory, she did a fantastic job with it. So, um, and then I've got a um, autographed portrait painting with. Uh, Ian McDormand, and he's got it on there. Too Big D, Vader, my apprentice. And it's like, he signed it, my apprentice! <laughs> Yay! And then, of course, the statue I was talking about, it's one of the uh, uh, Gentle Giants um, chrome Darth Vader statues. Um, I saw it originally in Vegas at a manager's convention, and one of the people at this table here today, and Bob, who's not here with us today, tried to prevent me from going into said comic store to buy said statue, which I did go into said comic store and did not buy said statue because it was too fucking much. So I found it cheaper on eBay and got said statue. And it is now signed by Hayden Christensen. And then, of course, I have um, a Unleashed figure, a Boba Fett in the Sarlacc pit. That is, the, the casing of it is signed. I wanted him to actually sign the figure, but when we were trying to open that figure, he's like... I don't want to mess up the packaging on his. Like, let me just sign the outside of the figure here. So, the the casing for those big two wheeler unleashed mm-hmm. figures. It's signed by, by Jeremy Bullock as well. Which is mine when you die. Well, that depends on who who gets to go in there first and gets that one minute you know shopping spree type of a deal. Remember, that's the stipulation that Angie put on. You get one minute to get in. We oh. haven't decided who gets to go in first. Oh, we've so. already established yeah, this. It's me and Justin. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm first. No, that's, uh, if I remember correctly, there's supposed to be a, a trivia question that I have to come oh, up with. Right. That's that right. That whoever that's answers right. it correctly gets to go in first. And so, How would you have someone not involved come up with a trivia question? Because uh, no, because I still got to be involved, and even in, in postmortem, I still got to be involved with who, who goes in first to get one minute. To... When we have the podcast down at my house, you will see the room that these guys are you, envious you, of. You need to put a lock on the door that that just speaks a riddle, <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the Sphinx, and whoever answers the riddle gets to go in the room first. Right? That doesn't work. He needs to knock out a wall like that door in Lord of the Rings. That's yeah, fucking fantastic. No, but yeah, when we get next time down there, you will you will see the the room. Um, last two questions here, really quick. First one is, uh, what character type would you want to play in the Star Wars universe? Mandalorian. You want to be a Mando? Uh, I would like to play like a, a Thrawn or a Shizor okay. from the from the novels. I'd basically be Kanan Jarrus. Okay. A what? Uh, Rebels. Kanan from Rebels. Oh, Kanan. Okay. Uh, I just need to be some sort of. I, I need to have to be some sort of either neutral or Jedi character. You know, like like so you know, a droid. No, 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 I have to be. I have to be He's like a, a like I'm a gray Jedi. Oh wait, they you don't know, exist. They don't. Yeah, technically they don't exist. You could be a Bindu. I, I, I could be a Windu. You know, if, if, if we're gonna say colors or the thing, then that would be the blend of light and dark. Okay, and then me, of course, I'd have to play the role of the Sith. Um, the last one, I actually changed the, uh, the movie on there because Angie's like, you, you can't mix the two. But I think no, I sent it to you guys is which is the better, parody, Spaceballs or Galaxy Quest? And, yeah, I had I had issues yeah. with that. And I well. and I made I made a note to mention that you misspelled both of them. Yes, you did. 
You put a space in space yeah. balls, and Galaxy Quest is one word. Yeah, well, just like I said, I, I was putting this list at night, but I, I actually put, I took out Galaxy Quest and then I added Thumb Wars. It's those stupid little. Oh God! You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the characters so are done bad. with the thumbs. Why don't you just throw? Then in everyone's the, gonna have the, the same Wars. answer then, huh? Why don't you just throw in the freaking porn then? Star Wars, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Underground. We're not, we're not talking underworld. about the porn that we did with Dave at Dave's house. And that's not happening. But uh, you did portray a very good job of the hut. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> of, all the, of all the Star Wars parodies, it is hands down Spaceballs. Oh, Spaceballs. If those are the two, yeah, yeah, well, yeah Spaceballs. Because Galaxy either. Quest parodies Star Trek. Yeah, and like, yeah. but we we'll get into the Star Trek ones at, at some point. But if you're going to do the parodies right now, which which is the better parody between the two of them, Spaceballs or Galaxy Quest? I, I think a better comparison would be maybe Spaceballs and maybe like uh, Robot or... Chicken or uh, oh, like the the Family, the, guy. Or the family oh, guy. one. actually, okay. if we're going to throw those in there, then I, I yeah I can I'd, answer this question. Though. I'd have to go Family Guy. If we did that, I would too. The reason yeah. why I didn't bring those in there because I have not watched the Family Guy shit because I can't stand that show. Yeah, <laughs> I only so watched good. the first one. You are absolutely missing out. It is the the first it's... two are spectacular. The the third one, mm. literally, read the crawl. They say, look, they forced us to do this. Yeah. We didn't want to do it. We just contractually obligated, so don't expect a lot. As far as you know fanboys is concerned, that'd be actually the twelfth Star Wars movie. You know what the worst <laughs> part of the of the third one was? Hmm? Is when they're all at the at the pit and they're playing that music it goes dun dun dun. It goes on like five or five minutes. Yeah, it was each like, different character like eight times. Yeah, just watching each other. Like, dude, just go <laughs> Of course and you know you have the the good quotes related to Star Wars from clerks <laughs> and chasing Amy. But see, now we're going down a different rabbit yeah, hole yeah. But, on this I mean, aspect come on, of it. You, you, that Chasing Amy quote is perfect. <laughs> I like the clerks when they talk to that contractor about yeah, the contractor. Again, we're still, we're now diving down yeah, deeper these, rabbit holes. These, these are, are just more references. <laughs> than, yeah. This is the, the movie conversations now, versus the, sticking to the, 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 the point know. of Star Wars. Now, so. a, now a great... Now a great uh, thing in Spaceballs, though that's that's true. So uh, is the the whole uh, yogurt merchandising mm, thing. Yep. That's real. So Mel Brooks showed the movie to George Lucas to see if you know if he was going to sue him, and Lucas was like, "I won't sue you, but you can't do any merchandise." So there were never any Star Wars or Spaceballs, Spaceballs toys, yeah, yeah. and mer- there was no merchandise because that was George's one stipulation, what? Really? and that's why they have so much of it in the movie. That's why there's Spaceballs the toilet. Well, and it's Spaceballs the toilet paper, Spaceballs the bed sheets, Spaceballs <laughs> the flannel. They, they made all this merchandising. <laughs> But then never sold any of it because Because then George George Lucas would have sued them. Well, if you want to know the stupid trivia, it's like Han Solo and Carbonite was because George Lucas didn't think he'd come back for Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Harrison didn't want to come back. And Alec hated the part of fucking Obi-Wan. He couldn't stand it. He didn't understand the lines. Not the lines, but the the whole kind of idea behind it and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. he he hated the character, you know, and stuff like that. But... That was wrapped up all 24 of the, the questions on why on my list. Um, so we are going to end this particular recording, and uh, we will be back with you again at another time. As always, this is Big D. Signing out late. Goodbye. Bye. May, may the force be with you. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen.